Andy Warhol is an icon of both the art world and New York. He pushed boundaries in ways never seen before, and his timing always seemed to be right on. His paintings ranged from everyday objects to famous people, but it was his interpretations that took the simple portrait and recreated the images in a way that forced people to view them differently. It was through this unique vision that he unveiled the concept of pop art and became synonymous with New York City. Andy cemented the commonly held belief, getting noticed in New York puts you on the world stage. Fame is then what you make of it. His journey to worldwide fame and a place in art history couldn't have been more opposite to where it all began. Growing up in a dreary, blue-collar Pittsburgh, he was the youngest of three brothers and by all accounts had a very shy and quiet personality. His father died when he was only 13, but left money for Andy to attend college, as he always felt he had talent for art. So Andrew Wahala would go on to attend Carnegie Institute of Design and Technology. But what many people do not know is that he struggled at first. He had a hard time with writing assignments and even with his art classes. Part of his problem was that he didn't always follow the guidelines to the letter. In hindsight, we can say that this is the beginnings of learning to remain true to himself. It was only after graduation that he set out for New York City in 1949 to seek work as a commercial artist. It is in the mid-1950s when we hear the following exchange with an up-and-coming young Warhol. First of all, congratulations on your success as an illustrator. Madison Avenue really seems to agree with you. Well, New York City really agrees with me. Well, hard to believe, but didn't you originally want to be an art teacher? My path was uncertain, with the exception that it needed to include art and imagery. My eye had always been drawn to this. So moving to New York City, establishing yourself as an accomplished illustrator and more, you seem to have adjusted well. Perhaps it was the living and working in the most famous city in the world. Maybe it was my own personal drive to become famous. Perhaps it was a combination of the two, with the backdrop providing the necessary motivation and inspiration. You really seem to be expanding your horizons, too. Uh, you must be referring to the record album covers and books. And the shoe advertising campaign as well. Yes. Well, they say if you really want to leave your mark, I have an expression I like to use. They always say time changes things, but you actually have to change them yourself. It was during his time as an illustrator that he honed his craft while earning several awards and acknowledgments of his abilities that he also had a slight name change. Whether purposeful or not, he's, his published name was abbreviated from Warhalla to Warhol, and hence a legend was born. Having clearly established himself, he now sought to evaluate his recognition to the next level and begin exploring and contemplating how to go about this. It is in the early 1960s when we hear the following exchange with the now-established artist Andy Warhol. Well, thank you for taking a couple minutes to talk with us. Tell us about your 32 Campbell soup painting. 
how were they originally received? I would argue they were properly received. Yes, people made fun of them, but for me, they were talking about them. Don't pay attention to what they write about you, just measure it in inches. I understood completely that it is the buzz you are looking for, because once given the opportunity, I had all the confidence in the world in my skills and vision. Where did your concept of pop art come from? It felt like I needed to do something new and different if I wanted to establish myself. Focusing on everyday items seemed, to me, a logical transition from the abstract influence we had been living in. When people are ready to, they change. They never do it before then. And sometimes they die before they get around to it. You can't make them change if they don't want to. Just like when they do want to, you can't stop them. Interesting. So you are saying you just need to have almost a blind confidence in what you are doing and that at some point people will be ready to accept it? Very good. The soup cans were just the beginning of what would be a new era of the art world, pop art. With New York City firmly established as his home base, he opened an art studio curiously called The Factory. This was where he would continue to produce high volumes of work product, but also used it to host outrageous parties within already popular New York City scene where people would scramble just to be able to rub elbows with the who's who of famous celebrities. Andy quite enjoyed being connected to this scene and used it to create a new brand himself. He was becoming the quirky, well-known artist that everyone knew. It is in the late 1960s when we hear the following exchange with the now famous Andy Warhol. Okay, so I have to ask, The Factory? Curious name for an art studio, no? I am a machine. Funny, you don't look like a machine to me. Don't think about making art, just get it done. Let everyone else decide if it's good or bad, whether they love it or hate it. While they are deciding, make even more art. So just keep making art, almost in a machine-like way. I can see now why you decided on the factory then. Don't you ever get tired, though? Diet pills help me not only keep my boyish figure, they also allow me to keep my senses keen day or night, should the mood strike me. Well, that would explain the stories of some legendary parties there. You have become quite the popular attraction here in New York City. Let me share a quick little story with you. Some company recently was interested in buying my aura. They didn't want my product. They kept saying, we want your aura. I never figured out what they wanted, but they were willing to pay a lot for it. So then I thought that if somebody was willing to pay that much for my it, I should try to figure out what it is. So, have you figured out what it is?
must be the wig. <laughs> I just do art because I'm ugly and there's nothing else for me to do. That would make for one pretty special wig. And you are pretty talented and a special artist. Why do people think artists are special? It's just another job. Well, it's a job that you are very good at and in fact credited with creating a new era of. Until people are ready for another change. True. So until then, just make more art. Exposure and attention make a work famous. The more you talk about it, the more attention it gets, the more validity it achieves. More art and exposure then? But being famous isn't all that important. If I weren't famous, I wouldn't have been shot for being Andy Warhol. Maybe I would have been shot for being in the army. Or maybe I would be a fat school teacher. How do you ever know? Fame was very important to Andy Warhol. From his bleary beginnings to the bright lights of the world's largest stage, Andy Warhol left his mark on the world of art and on New York City. In fact, his ultimate achievement may have been in turning his own persona into that of a pop icon. New York City would be forever changed by his time there.